God, we just thank you this morning. We lift you up with, with songs, Lord God, and praise and adoration, Lord God. We give you glory, Lord God. And Father, we take a moment to declare, Lord God, your name into the atmosphere. We ask everyone to hallelujah. We declare your name in the atmosphere. Even those that are streaming with us, Lord God, we give you hallelujah, Lord God. We lift you up and exalt you, Lord God, for what you've done. Stand up, call it. Come on, let's praise him. Let's lift him up, Lord. He deserves the glory. He deserves the praise. He deserves the adoration. He deserves, Lord God. Father, Lord God, let's make this atmosphere conducive that the Spirit of the Lord is welcome here. Hallelujah, Lord God. Let's just lift him up. Let's give him glory. And now we welcome everyone, Lord God, that is joining with us. Come into this atmosphere. Come and dwell with us. Come, Lord God, and, and enjoy this encounter. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. We exalt you, Lord God. Holy Spirit has your way. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Hallelujah. Good morning, people of God. Good morning, people of God. Hallelujah. Let's just give God a good hand of praise for being Jehovah. Fill in the blank. Jehovah everything. Amen. Hallelujah. We welcome you in the name of Jesus this morning to give God the praise, to worship him in spirit and in truth, and to go forth in a heart of expectation and anticipation of what he's going to do today. Amen. Hallelujah, God. How many of you love to praise the name of Jesus this morning? Hallelujah. The devil needs to know that we love, we actually love praising God. Amen. We're just not doing this for show, but we love praising the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on and put your hands together. We love to call your name. It's something we cannot explain that happens when we proclaim your great name, your great name. We love to call your name. There's something we cannot explain that happens when we proclaim your great name. Your great name, say, oh yeah, call your name, we cannot explain, no, that happened, your great name, we love to, to call your name, we cannot explain, no,
scripture verse as we go into our next song. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, God. We bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Says, who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the king of glory. Hallelujah. And we have the wrong one here, but I know the scripture verse by heart. Amen. He is strong and mighty. Amen. The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. And when we say that he is the king of glory, we are declaring that he is the only one that we will serve. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and just say king of glory. He is the king of glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. Continue to worship. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
are all that matter. You are all that matter. I'll make room for two. You and I, Jesus. You are all that matters. You are all that matters.
Jesus. You're all that matters to us, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're all that matters to us. You're all that matters, Lord. You are all that matters. If you say yes, God. If you say yes, Lord. 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 We say yes to your yes, Lord. We say yes to your yes, Lord. We say yes to your yes.
praise if you really mean your yes today. Yes, Lord. Somebody needs to surrender, so say yes, Lord. Even if you need to bow down before him and say, yes, Lord. Sometimes our body has to be in agreement. Yes, Lord. Sometimes our body needs to be in agreement. Yes, Lord. We want you to have your way today. We give you permission to have your way today. Say yes, Lord. Somebody needs 
for just a moment as we prepare to receive this word from the Lord. How many of y'all came hungry? How many of y'all came hungry? But let me ask you another question. How many of y'all came ready to eat? You can be hungry but not ready to eat. So are you ready to eat? Because there is a feast that has been prepared. But it's for the hungry. Which means you may have to move your elbows. You can see the food. But unless you grab the utensils, huh, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta come like you're hungry today. There's a word for the hungry. There's a word for the desperate. 
everything that you need. God has already given it to you. So today I'm here. My assignment is to call somebody to shift your focus from what you don't have to what you can do to what God says He can do through you if you allow Him to. To cause you to see that little becomes much in the hand of the Master, in the hand of Abba, in the hands of Jireh. Little becomes much. Oh yeah, some of y'all are pressing. I see it. Somebody came hungry. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you for the hungry one. Father, we thank you for the hungry ones. We thank you for the desperate ones, Lord God. Father, we thank you for the seekers, Lord God. Let them find you today. Let them find you today. Let them find you today. Let them find you today, today. Hallelujah. I'm going to go into this word because
And so we have a responsibility as leaders for those who are in ministry. Those who know him as Lord and Savior, we have a responsibility to help prepare the body of Christ. That there is a very real spiritual world. And we talked about how Paul said that this battle is not against people. It's not against flesh and blood. But it's a spiritual battle. It's against forces of darkness. Can you see darkness? You can see. You can't see what's happening in the darkness. So there's a realm in the spirit that is dark that we cannot see with our natural eyes. That's why we have to pray and ask the Lord to help us to see to discern what's happening in the realm of the spirit. So we have a real enemy. I don't like to say his name because I'm not on his team. But just so you know, for those who may not know who I'm talking about, I want to be clear. I'm talking about Lucifer, the prince of darkness, the evil one, the father of all lies. Every lie that was ever told on you has started with him because he's the father of all lies. All lies. He's a destroyer, the accuser, and many other names. He's on a mission against the people of God. So that's why in 1 Peter 5 and 8, We're told to stay alert. What does alert mean? To be aware. A lot of times we're not alert. We're not aware. We're we are we are uh, uh, ignorant. And uh, if there's a, it's probably the best way to describe it of what's happening around us. But the Word of God tells us to be alert. What is he telling us to be on guard? You don't have to be paranoid. You don't have to go looking for something, but be alert in your own life. Be on guard. Why? Because you got to watch out for your enemy. Why? Because he prowls, he lurks. Like a roaring lion, I, I wanted that to stay on and low, if you can. Like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. That's why the Lord said, you know, we got to be alert. See, he is relentless. And see, when we, when we, when we understand that, he doesn't like you. He doesn't like us. He doesn't like me. So what he does is he looks for who he can devour, who he can destroy, who's not alert, who's not aware that he can devour, who he can destroy. He can stop you from entering into the promise. He can stop you from manifesting in your purpose. See, Jesus came that we can have life. And life abundantly. Even more than we can ask or think. He came for that reason. 
to give us access to more. Oh, my God. Oh, that, 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 that's good right there. To give us access for more. But then we got to think about our opposer. He also has an assignment. He has an agenda to kill, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. See, what he wants to do is he wants to steal your joy. He's a thief. That's why when you're in your moment, when you're in your moment, and you're joyful. That's why he'll send somebody across your path to try to steal your joy, to try to steal your moment, to try to take your moment, because he does not want you to have joy because there's strength in that. And then he wants to kill your peace. So you got to learn how to own your peace. You got to own it. You can allow the enemy to destroy your peace. And how do you protect your peace? No will help a lot of y'all. If you could just master saying no, N-O. And some of you have mastered it, but you need to master it on another level without an explanation. No is a full sentence. No, period. Because the, the enemy is relentless. I'm, I'm going somewhere. Y'all just stay there. Stay here with me for just a minute. He doesn't want you to be content. He attacks every single day. He might attack this way today. T- today, it may be your finances. Tomorrow, it may be your health. The next day, it may be your mind. The day after that, it may be your children. The next day after that, it may be your boss on your job. The next day after that, it may be an outrageous uh, client asking for, it didn't make sense. Those type of things. But he will find a way to attack you. Because once he attacks and we yield to it, guess what? He did have our focus. There is power in being focused. So he doesn't want us to have the blessings. How how many of you know the enemy is not moved by your vision board? If you're not doing anything to make what on the vision board is happening, to happen, he's not moved by you coming to church on Sunday, Bible study on Wednesday night, if you're not using the strategies and seeking God for the blueprint to make what God has promised happen. But when he sees you turn in the direction He wants to do everything he can to keep you from entering into the promise. So let's get into today's word. That was the advertising. So we've been looking at some different images of the enemy and what he looks like to help us to better understand his strategies. Why? Thank you. So we can be better prepared to defeat his plans against us. So in the first 
the first message, we looked at the deceiver. We looked at the one who attacks our minds with lies, the deceiver. And this was very, very, um, I hear God, y'all, I'm sorry, getting a download. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We looked at him being the accuser. I hear you, Father. But this week, we're going to look at him in a different way. We're going to look at that he's also a destroyer. He doesn't just deceive and accuse. He's also a destroyer. And I'm going to talk about, it may be kind of difficult for some of us, but um, God showed me this in a very um, tangible way. That how the enemy comes in, because we always, we, you may be maybe like me. Until I came to the revelation to understand that the enemy does not just attack us when we're vulnerable. The enemy does not just attack us when we're weak. The enemy does not just attack us when we're discouraged. Because a lot of times we're deceived because we're in our moment. And some of you may be in your moment. You live in what they call your best life. Everything's Gucci. Everything's going well. Everything's going well at home, on your job, in your relationships, in your business. Everything's going well. But let me tell you something. The enemy also attacks us during those times when everything's Gucci. See, I had to learn that because we would think that because everything's lining up now, I don't have anything to worry about because he, he's not going to bother me because I made it. See, that's the thing. You made it. So, so, so he does not stop. But the thing about it, one of the things that he looks, that, that, he, that he attacks us with is pride. And I want to use today a story that most of us are familiar with because I want to, to help us. And if it's not us, then maybe it's somebody that we know that we can be a blessing and we can help them. And then God can give us more understanding how to deal with them or not how not to deal with them. Because what and who we are connected to, it matters. I know that was your boo. I, I, I know that's been your girl. I, I know that's your boy. I know, I know. I know y'all down like four flat ties. But what is the Lord saying? Because one thing about it, if the enemy can't get through us, then the enemy going to check and see who we're connected to. And the next thing you know, your home of peace is now full of chaos. Why? Because you opened the door to somebody that was close to you. Somebody that was familiar to you. 
And the enemy walks right in with them. Why? Because he sit back and he said at you because he's strategic like that. And say, okay, so now his walls are fortified. Her walls are fortified. Let me check the connection. So I want to talk about an Old Testament story. I got a lot of notes because I was getting all of this at different times and trying to put it all together. But we're going to talk about King David. See, David was poised in position for a strategic attack and didn't even know it. That's why we started off saying, be aware, be alert at all times. David wasn't discouraged. He was at the height of his career. He was at the height of power. For those of you that may not be familiar with David, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about him and share a little bit of his story with you. David was just an ordinary little shepherd boy who was tending to his, his sheep. But whenever his people were in a battle, against another army. There was a time when they were in battle and there was this giant that was named Goliath. And David kind of looked up and said, you know what, I can take him out. Didn't make sense because of his age, because of his stature. But David didn't just say he could take him out. He said, because God is on my side. See, the way you enter, if you're going to enter in it with God, make sure you keep God. Don't let God get you to the, to the place that he called you to be and forget he was the one that brought you there. That's an illustration of pride. It's when we think we no longer lead God because God has given us what we pray for. Well, let me help us sometimes with something. Sometimes God give it to us just so we can demonstrate who we really are. See, if your prayer life going to remain the same when you get it. Oh, I know you was on a fast and you was consecrated and you was on your face every morning at 3 o'clock because you wanted it. But what was your posture after you got it? Did it tell you that you got what you need now so you no longer need God? What about the maintenance boot? That's just like buying a car and saying you're never going to have to take it back to the shop. There's something that comes along with the car, whether you pay cash for it or you got it with a note. There's something called maintenance. And I hear God say, let my people know that I maintain my promise. As long as you keep me a part of it. But when you invite pride into it, and I'm getting ahead of myself, I'm trying to slow down. But God wants to help us today. So David said, I can take this giant out. And guess what? He did exactly what he said he could do. And then overnight, he was thrusted into stardom. Overnight, he, he, was, he grew into this 
that was well known by everybody. He was liked when he went out to the war with 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 his men, and he came back. The women actually wrote songs, and they will sing them to him, being strategically positioned for a fall. Be careful how you respond to the praise. See, the spirit of flattery, it's real. So you have to be very careful how you respond to the ones that are singing your praise. Yeah, I kind of wonder how that made David feel deep down on the inside. Got all these women singing to you. Being strategically positioned for the attack of the enemy. The enemy had a plan. Let me tell you something. The enemy don't just show up and take you out. Even if it's in a car accident, he studied your travel. Well, I know he, she leaves home at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to work. I, I've watched them for about about four weeks now. They take the same route. But I also notice that they're always distracted by their cell phone. Blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. And the next thing you know, things are spiraling out of control. Why? Because the enemy has studied us. I told y'all my story about the snake at this building. How is it, I was saying this the other day, how is it that we went through a season with dead birds showing up at the door? Yeah, I came to kill every witch, every warlock, every demon, everyone, not just in my life, but in yours too, if you surrender. How is it? How is it dead birds showing up? Going on the camera at night, all kind of animals coming, trying to climb up the side of the building. How is it that I had a routine? Y'all know what my routine used to be for all your internet stalkers, demons on an assignment. You will never figure me out. I'm too strategic, my God, for you and your foolishness. That's not arrogance. That's confidence in the God that you serve. And don't allow the enemy to make you think because you're telling the enemy who you are. I'm going to give you a good definition of pride. That ain't it. I'm just saying how the enemy studies us, how he's strategic, how he laid these traps for David to fall in. So we want to say everything that happened was because he committed adultery. Yes, he did. Then we might say, but what is the greatest sin other than adultery that he committed? Oh, he was a murderer. Yes, he was. But we're going to talk today about something else that he was that most people don't talk about. He was full of pride. 
show how is it all of these things are happening and we go through the same because see this is what I convinced myself you know when I was rationalizing in my own mind before the Lord spoke to me I said well maybe the birds are flying and they see themselves in the mirror and, and they're running into themselves and falling to the ground and dying my sister that's what I said but I then I watched this whole year during the same season of the year and the birds flying and coming and going not one bird landed When for weeks, when we were doing virtual, I would come to this building to do our virtual Bible study. See, let me, let me I, I mean, I, I got to go there. I, I got, I'm trying, the Lord wants somebody to understand strategy. Some of y'all not strategic enough. You, you, some of you not a strategic, God, I'm, God wants me to help you with that. And one of the ways that you become strategic is you listen to God. You don't allow anything around you to distract you from his voice. Not your sickness. Not disappointment. And so this particular night... I remember telling it, I got to get out of here. See, you should know your atmosphere so well that you can discern when something is trying to penetrate. And so my strategy was, Trey, I leave the light outside off so that when I'm leaving out, whoever's on the outside can't see in. And let me tell you something about strategy. Oh, the enemy is strategic, but God is the master strategy. That's why he says that even the weapon that the enemy going to use against you, I created. Why? Because I'm the source of everything. Now, they may take what I created and try to use it the wrong way. But I still created it. And if I created it, then I know everything about it. And so that night, I grabbed my things. And when I was getting ready to go out, the Holy Spirit said, turn the light on. Now, I could have been one of those people that said, but this is my strategy. And this has been working for me for what? A year? It, it, I haven't had any problems leaving out the building. But on that night, when I turned the light on, there was an enemy waiting on the other side of the door. And when I turned the light on, it startled what was sent to attack me. I hear God saying, somebody need to turn the light turn the light on, I open the door and outside the door is documented, it's on video and I have two thrives owners that came to this building to war with me that saw it themselves. I'm not making this up. 
and there was a snake. I found out later it was a rattler that was waiting outside the door. Now, if it had been dark, when it moved, I wouldn't have seen it. But because the light was on, I saw something moving out of the corner of my eye. And I came back in. And I'm going to tell you, the enemy had somebody parked across the street. It's on video. Sitting in a car, waiting for me to leave this building. Because they wanted to see what the snake was going to do to me. But I declare in the name of Jesus, they can look at you all they want. They can, the weapon can be right in front, it can be right in your presence. But the word of the Lord said, no weapon. I don't care how strategic and well put together it is. It will not. It won't. It won't work. I know I'm off target for a minute, but I, that's where that's where the Lord, that's where God got me. Because some of y'all are battling some situations you don't quite understand. Now I could have been proud and said, "I got this." I'm going to go out of this building the same way I go out of this building. But there's something we got to do. When you accept correction and construction, it's you, it's you being humble and submitted. Y'all, this thing is real. But you got to you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, be, you gotta spend a little bit more time in His presence. Not woe is me, and I can't believe this is happening to me. Why not you? Somewhere in your prayer closet, you told God yes. Somewhere you told God yes. You gave God a yes. See, you may have forgotten, but God, he, His memory not like ours. He, 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 he don't forget. That's why the word lets us know he's not a man that he can he won't lie. He doesn't know how to lie. He's not forgetful. He remembers everything, including the amount of hairs that we have on our head. That's how powerful he is. But David began to he embraced pride, which is thinking more highly of yourself than you should. That's how the enemy wants to attack in this season. Why is God saying this today? Because you're about to receive some. Some of you already gotten it. But God said, don't forget about me. Don't forget, you used to be on food stamps too. Don't get it twisted. While we're looking down on everybody else, they own the system. You used to be on the system too. But God, the same God that delivered you, it's the same God that can deliver them. Now that's pride. 
true when we look down on somebody that's in the place where we used to be, where we should be praying for them. And saying, God, if you did it for me, you can do it for them. That's why David ended up seeing something that he wanted. I'm king. I can have whatever I want because I'm king. He forgot that I'm the God that giveth and the God that taketh away. I'm the God that I establish and then I can also tear down what I built up because I'm God. You're the one that's admiring it. Taking pictures of it and putting it all over social media. God said, I'm not starstruck by my blessings. That's why every now and then God will shake a loose from us. Things that are ho- we're holding closer than Him because He wants our attention. Get the job, can't come to church anymore. Can't even log on online because I'm working now. So you mean to tell me this whole time has just been about the job and not the father? See, be careful because your blessing is going to reveal your motive. But then as soon as trouble comes, we want to run back. She the one. That's my boo. That's my bae. But now they got all of your attention. You can't give God any, but before you had a boo or a bae, and I'm not saying that you can't spend time with your significant other, but let me tell you something. You better make, you better carve out some time for the Father. Because if not, then you begin to walk in pride and saying that, that, that I don't need, I don't need anybody else. This is all I need. The word of the world that said that the song said that he, he's all that matters. I'm, I'm just helping somebody to keep the right perspective. Because sometimes we wonder why everything is going uh, in the wrong direction and it's not going the way God promised. Because somewhere along the way, could it possibly be that we stop listening to him? Because we started walking in pride and said, I got this. You got one client and you think you have arrived. Ten social media followers and you got it going on. God said, if you can't be faithful over that, what is faithful? A good steward, humble.
can help others when I see. And I'm shaking my head like, baby, that's the test. That's not even a promise. And you have lost your mind. Seriously. The enemy is a destroyer. And he will destroy us with pride if we're not careful. And let me tell you something. He's going to always have somebody in position to push you in your foolishness. If that's not going to work, leave it alone. It's interrupting my flow. The enemy is a destroyer. And God had to let us know today, this may be a difficult word to process. And this is just the first part of it. We need God all the way. If the enemy can get us stuck thinking more of ourselves, see, one of the things that happened with David when the enemy came to him, I want to go to that because I don't want y'all to just think I'm making stuff up. Let me go to the word. Let me, let me, let me go back. Let me go back to that. Let me see if I can find it in my notes. I want to go back to the word. Thank you, Father. One of the things that happened with David was when the enemy came to him and said, to take a census. Okay? But this was a strategic attack from the enemy. Okay? And you say, what would be wrong with taking a census? It was not necessarily what was wrong with taking a census because Moses took a census also. But Moses' census brought glory to God. See, David's census was to show how many people he was king over. See, God looks at the reason why we do what we do. See, David's motive, and I'm going to close with this and I'll continue this on next week. But David's David's purpose of the census was to bring glory to him. See, that's what pride does. Pride wants to bring glory to us. Humility gives all the glory to God. Why is God releasing this word today? Because God does not want another blessing that he releases in your life to be destroyed. 
We get a car, can nobody ride in it. We still got the paper on the front on the floor and we bought it five years ago. I'm just keeping it real today. Pride. God saying to do it one way, but we're still going to do it our way. That is pride. The Bible tells us that pride, it goes before the fall. Don't allow pride to set in and destroy Sometimes it's because we don't want to admit that we were wrong. That's pride. So you would rather sit up and watch everything be destroyed just because you don't want to go and correct something? That used to be me. You all, some of you all know my story. And my father passed in May. But for years, I was angry, I was upset, I was bitter, I was a victim, until the Lord showed me unforgiveness in my heart towards my father. That was pride. And then what did I do? Instead of doing what God told me to do, I write a book bleeding all over the pages. Because I just wanted to tell my side of the story. And instead of doing what God said, go make peace. Pride is a destroyer. And pride will keep us from doing the very thing that God said for us to do. Now, I'm going to say this because I hear God. Some of us cannot submit to a certain authority because it goes against our religion. But you knew you hear what God's saying. That's pride. Because in other words, God, I know a better way. You, God, and everything. I know the whole world, it evolves. You created everything in it, but... I have a deeper revelation than you. That's pride. In other words, I can get this done without you, God, so I'm going to shut you out. That's pride. I deserve this. Because of all of my hurt and because of everything I've been through, and I'm not minimizing anybody's experience, but I'm here today to tell you, I hear the Holy Ghost saying it's time to get over it. Because that pride has set in and the enemy is using that to destroy everything that you you cannot go all the way. Let it go. And when I did what God told me to do and I released it, up until my father died, we had the best relationship. The best relationship. We both was dealing with it. He didn't want to say why he did what he did. I didn't want to say how and all this. I wrote all this crazy stuff in the book. He got a hold of the book. He read it. Long story short, we ended up reconciling and both asking the other one for forgiveness and having a very healthy and whole relationship. 
What is it today as we prepare to close? Can we get my music or that's not working? Because I, I just want to spend a few minutes right here. We're not going to allow the enemy to destroy another blessing because we're not aware of how he's attacking. Has God helped anybody today? In this hour... One of the ways that the enemy is coming is through pride. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you've been struggling for a long time and things start happening, if you're not careful, we can easily fall into pride. And start thinking more highly of ourselves than we should. Father, we thank you. I just hear God saying this, and I promise you all I'm, I'm closing. We have to be careful. If you really study David and the people that were around him and close to him, you have to be very careful because I hear the Lord saying the enemy has people on assignment to get you lifted up. I went through a situation this morning and I knew it was not coming from a bad place. And it was very complimentary, but checked myself because I wanted to be very careful that I didn't allow anything to come in that's how serious you got to be about purpose is it necessary why is this person liking all of my pictures on social media really for real why they sending me all of these messages how great I am and how awesome this is. Is it coming from a good place? Or is it the enemy trying to flatter you into a place and lift you up where some God is not called, where God, I hear God say, where well, I'm not at. the Lord saying stay low you stay low and I will exalt you God is correcting some things today in some people's lives and in your mindset because you've been convinced yourself that you got to do it this way but God said no stay low And I will exalt you. I'll open those doors that you're trying to get through, that you've been knocking and kicking. God said, if you stay low, stay humble. 
Get you some real friends that'll tell you the truth about yourself. Yeah. If you don't have any, go find some. That listen to your conversation and will let you know that that didn't sound like you. Are you okay? Amen. Bless God. That was the word of the Lord on today. Um, we're going to prepare to go further into the service because we're going to go into some prayer and things afterwards off camera. So I want to go ahead and, and close out this part of the service. But if you're able to stay after for the afterflow, I encourage you to do that because God is going to move mightily. We just, I'm very sensitive. You know, in this world today of social media and streaming and everything, everything does not need to be streamed. Honestly, every time you go out to eat, we, we may not want to see your food. I know it comes up, the, but I'm just saying. Let's make sure we have stuff in proper bed. Because sometimes we can come across too thirsty, too needy, like attention seekers. I heard my apostle say he's about ready to come off a of clubhouse because of all the thirsty ministers going in the room want to prophesy, want to take on generals. You're not even licensed and you're trying to prophesy to this person. Get in order. There's an order. God corrects those whom he loves. I thank God for an apostle who corrects us. Not let us go out there doing things. and that Because if you're not in order, the doors that we're trying to get through that are in excellence will not be opened by chaos. And you can get in there. But if there's excellence and peace and then all of a sudden our spirit is chaotic and out of order, we can't submit, we can't handle correction, then they're going to ask you to leave. God wants us to be able to stay. Because we've been properly prepared. Woman of God, and uh, you all don't have to put the camera. But you have mastered humility. Yes, you have. And God said so much to the point that you have taken on so much. And sometimes you even ask God, why do you have to take all of this? But God is going to use your testimony. God is going to use your testimony. God said, even when you could have been lifted up in pride, you chose not to. You chose to stay humble. You chose to stay submitted to the Father first and foremost. Even there were times that the enemy came and tried to tempt you out of the way of the Lord. God said you had the strength and the discernment to say no. But God said, in this season, There's mantles that are being dropped in your life that you're going to steward because God said your process has shown me that I can trust you.
See, process reveals who we are. get you discouraged. The Lord said, that is the enemy trying to convince you that God is not going to do what he said. God said, not only am I going to do what I said, I'm going to also do what I didn't say. Because I didn't release everything. Yeah, God is going to make an example out of you in the very near future. Yes, God. Thank you for your word, Father. this house because we're going to go through this quickly. For those of you who are online that want to sow, we want to give you an opportunity to sow into this house. God gives seed to the sower. If you want to sow using Cash App, a PayPal, if you want to uh, sow uh, by check or cash, we have envelopes and we have a sewing station there. And you can sow all the ways to give are on the screen. You can sow on our website. But whatever you do, whatever your means is, whatever your giving strategy is, we want you to sow in faith, believe in God for the increase. Father, we thank you now for every seed that is being sown. Father, I thank you that you give seed to the sower. Father, we thank you that you continue to bless their finances, bless their resources, Father. Give them more seed to sow. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for those who are tithing, Lord God, that you will rebuke the devourer. In the name of Jesus, as you're sowing today, give your seed an assignment. And I hear God saying, sow what you hear him saying to sow. Don't give what you want to give if it's not what God is saying to give. Be obedient to the Holy Spirit because sometimes we get in a routine. And sometimes God wants to interrupt our routine. We're not going to go over the grip giving decree today. We bless the seed. Um, but I'm going to ask you if you can play the announcements. And before she does that, uh, we're going to go out with the announcements. But this is the time of, of, of um, you, you may be watching the broadcast, you may be here, and, and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We do not want to um, dismiss um, evangelists. If you could come, or you have your mic, I'm sorry, and um, lead us. Hallelujah. If you do not know the Lord as your Savior, 
Um, if you enjoyed the message, if, if it touched a place within you today that caused you to have to have that, relation, that revelation that there is a God, if you believe that Jesus died for you, if you believe that he died and was resurrected so that we can live again, if you trust what God is doing in this moment and what he's doing in your life, you guys can say this prayer with me. If you want to turn your life over to him and change your ways, you can just pray with me in this moment and say, Lord, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. Forgive me today. I repent of all my sins. Those sins that I've committed knowingly and unknowingly take full control of my life. Help me to change my ways. Help me, oh, Father God, to look for you for direction. Help me to turn everything over to you and give you full control. Help me, oh, Father God, to truly trust in you and your word. Help me, oh, Father God, to commit myself to you. Change my mind. Change my ways. Help me, oh, Father God, to walk in accordance to your will. If you said this prayer with me, I believe that God is going to move in your life. I believe that he will bring you closer. Amen. Praise God. And there may be someone who is worshiping with us today. You do not have a church home um, and you're looking for a place to get connected. There's room for you here um, and you are more than welcome to become a part of this Thrive Zone family, Thrive Zone church family to connect, grow and thrive. And if that is you and the Lord is leading you to this house on today, um, just raise your hand and one of our team members will escort you to the front. Praise God. Praise God. Welcome. So, so Krista has been under watch care. So she is coming now to be a full daughter of this house. So we thank God. We thank God and we receive you. We receive you. We receive your ministry and everything that God has placed on the side of you and, and on the inside of you. And we're excited. We welcome you. Y'all come on to love on your new sister. Hallelujah. As we prepare, thank you all for worshiping with us. We pray that you'll join us for Table Talk, and we're going to go out with the announcements. God bless. By texting CONNECT to 404-800-1130. Not connected? Did you know that you could stay in the loop by texting CONNECT to 404-800-1130? Not connected? Let's get you connected right now. Take out your cell phone. Text CONNECT to 404-800-1130. And a member of our hospitality team 